Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kate. Hello. Today we're going to be playing Earthborn Rangers, designed by Andrew Fisher, Brooks Flauger Levitt, Andrew Navarro, Adam Sadler, Brady Sadler. Uh, it, it, the art is by Joe Banner and Evan Simonette. Graphic designers Corey DeVore, Andrew Navarro, and Evan Simonette. The writers are Andrew Navarro and Sam Stewart, and it was published in 2023 by Earthborn Games. Earthborn Rangers is a customizable cooperative card game set in the wilderness of the far future. You take on the role of a ranger, a protector of the mountain valley you call home. A vast wilderness transformed by monumental feats of science and technology devised to save the Earth from destruction long ago. The story of Earthborn Rangers is presented as a branching narrative campaign consisting of main storyline and a multitude of side stories. In it, you choose to follow a critical path or to strike off on your own to discover the valley's many engaging characters, mysterious ruins, and beings both familiar and strange. Okay, and the box art? Uh, okay, so the box... Um... It has like the color palette that like elicits like nature sustainability things because it's like very green and brown, but it has like a faded look to it. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. Um, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, there's a very big tree and then there are buildings. Um both at the foot of the tree as well as coming out of the tree. And in the and, tree. And in the tree, that's what you mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, and they're kind of like silo-looking things. So I guess that's like a nod towards being like futuristic. And um, there's some few animals. There's this little horses down at the bottom. Yeah, but again, very simple color palette, just like green, brown, and blue. I don't really know how to describe the Earthborn text style. Um, big block letters. Um, again, maybe that gives me kind of a futuristic. Yeah, I was gonna say that's vibe. maybe more of a nod towards that. Based off this, would you pull it off a shelf? Uh, maybe. Expect a resounding yes then, for me. No, I wouldn't go into detail. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think that the like narrative storytelling branching scenario. Um, are the keywords from the description that I mm -hmm. picked up on that um, uh, is something uh, that I think I would like um, and cooperative. Um, the cover doesn't really grab you because, again, it's it's very faded. Yeah, it's not really super eye-catchy. I mean, I guess there's like a big tree with buildings coming <laughs> out of it, so you're, you're maybe curious what's going on there. Is maybe okay, or do I have to say yes? I have. You I have, have to, to give them an that, answer. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's go with yes. Okay. Um, I'm yes. Uh, yeah, I agree that like it might not jump out at you, but it is different. Mm -hmm. That alone might stand out on a shelf. I'd have to kind of mm -hmm. see it on a shelf, but um, mm -hmm. I do like the art style a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe for box art, it's not the best. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the description is just. I love it. So <laughs> you love it. I love the just yeah, just like futuristic naturey mm -hmm. okay. stuff. It's mm -hmm. different, I think. Mm -hmm. It's not like futuristic spaceships walking through forest. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm, I hopefully it captures that. 
Um, all right. How do you think it's played? I, I did not give you a mechanism. I forgot these, so I'll yeah. go through those. Card play, conflict resolution, cooperative, deck construction, hand management, move through deck, narrative choice, paragraph, role playing, solo solitaire, variable setup. Wow, that's a lot. Um, is deck construction deck building? Deck, deck building is usually part of the game play is building your deck. Deck construction is putting it together ahead of time. Oh, okay. So we have a map. We don't have a board. We just have a map to reference. Um, yeah, I'm starting off strong here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, so we are rangers. We're working together. Mm-hmm. Um, should have paid more attention to the description. Like what's our quest or goal from there? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Just says, um, well, there it says there's a story. Um, mm-hmm. And it says you can kind of do that or you can kind of branch off and explore on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, are we, we are trying to explore a large tree and build silos. Okay. And, um, you know, some things are going to happen in the story that are going to make that difficult for ourselves. So we'll work together and we'll you know, collect some cards that will have tools that will help us to overcome those challenges and build our, our posts in the tree. Um, we're also what? trying to save the earth, right? The earth has been saved. It's been saved. Oh, great. Because <laughs> that sounds hard. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think some of the uh, challenges we'll face are? It seems quite challenging to build a structure in a tree. So, um, <laughs> you know, acquiring materials, birds and monkeys being unhappy. <laughs> We're building stuff in their trees. Okay. Uh, that doesn't look like a monkey tree. But birds, yeah. <laughs> okay. So unhappy birds and trees. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be the big challenge. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, uh-huh. What is the history of um, angry birds? <laughs> um, I don't have that. Um, I don't have a history. Okay. <laughs> yeah. start. You said you were prepared. Yes, I, I'm prepared. But I don't have a history. Um, so I decided to do something different today. Um, I hope that's allowed. I'm violating all the principles of the history because it's not a history. <laughs> this isn't new for you. <laughs> and it's also not tied into the, the theme of the game at all. <laughs> Although, yeah, I, I uh, could have gone with the, the gameplay a bit more with the branching scenarios and the narrative, but... Yeah, so it's not really connected to the game. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give a grammar lesson. Okay. Because, um, you know, I love grammar. And rule books have a, a problem with grammar. And um, I would like to start addressing that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to do grammar to, lesson. To, to begin, though, she doesn't know if this game in particular has a problem with its grammar. No, I don't. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's, no, again, wanna, like, it's not tied it into this, this particular game. game. I don't want people to think this is specific yeah. to this game. So I'm sorry, Earthborn Rangers. <laughs> um, I just decided to do it this week. So um, our lesson is going to be on demonstrative pronouns or reference words. Are you excited? Yes. Great. Um, so <laughs> when we do um, grammar teaching, um, we talk about the form, the meaning, and the use. 
Um, and so for the form, that's basically giving you, you know, some examples of what the structure is. And there are a lot of different reference words. Um, they're very, very common, um, but I'm going to focus on what's also sometimes called dem demonstrative pronouns, uh, which are this, these, that, and those. Um, and then moving on to the meaning. The, um, so the meaning is kind of like, why would you use them? So we use them to make connections and refer to something that's already been mentioned. Um, they're very important in writing for cohesion and coherence. So again, you know, referring back to something you've already been talking about. Um, but we use them in writing and speaking. Super, again, super, super common structures. Um, and then the fun part is the use. So that's how do we use them? How do we use them correctly? And um, there's, you know, some debate um, among teachers about the rules. That's true for most grammar things. Um, so I will, I will share the whole big picture and, and, and my, my opinion. Um, so we'd say that the rules, so you use them, again, to refer back to something that's already mentioned. So you, you've referred to an idea, an object, an uh, activity. Um, or you've mentioned that, and then in a sentence that comes after, you're referring back to it. Um, and um, let me say, so, so some people say for writing, um, you need to use it when it would be, it would be certainly unclear what you're referring back to, and then that often is simplified to like the distance from what you mentioned. So if it's a lot later, you're going to be, um, you're going to need to use the reference word as well as a noun after it to make sure that it's clear um, what you're referring back to. Um, but, and then in speaking, I'd say we very rarely use a noun after it. So we've used the noun or multiple nouns um, in our first mention. And then when we use the reference word, this or these, we use it um, without repeating that. So just this, this is important is often is a common example. Um, and um, yeah. And then so, but for writing, um, I, I like to always use a noun. Um, and this is something I, I, I disagree with with colleagues. Sometimes you get in very serious fights about this. Mm -hmm. um, I think you always want to use a noun. I don't think you should ever assume that your audience is clear on what you're referring back to. And I've chosen this for, for, um, for our grammar lesson today yes. because it's important in the genre of rule books. <laughs> so if you have a sentence that has a first mention of something and there's lots of nouns and noun phrases there. And then you use a reference word like this or these or that. And you don't repeat the noun. It could be hard to understand whether you're talking about, you know, which action or object in the previous sentences. Um, so let's look at an example. So we might say, move your ranger to the water location where there is a green token. 
This earns two VP. What do you think the this refers to? The act of moving the ranger to a water toad, the whole thing? <laughs> See, it could be, but what else could it be? Uh, can you repeat the phrase? Uh, move your ranger to the water location where there is a green token. Um, getting a green token? Mm-hmm. Could just two be VP? green token? Yeah. So it's not clear. I, I would probably also agree that moving to the location, the whole thing, but you don't know. So well, that's what if why, there's not a green token? Right. Yeah. So you need a noun in this case. This case. Um, so you would instead want to say, um, you know, this, this action earns two VP. And then you'd understand that as moving to the location. So that or exact criteria. You, you have could to do say, all of those things. It has to be water. It has to have a green token and you have to move your ranger to it. Mm-hmm. All of those things have to be true. Yes. Or this green token, or maybe the ranger, or maybe the location. Mm-hmm. You know, you could put in any of those nouns, um, whichever one is the best choice. I will ask some concept check questions uh, to be a good teacher. So, um, what are some examples of reference words or demonstrative pronouns? Uh, this, that, these. Excellent. You're setting a bad precedent that now BP is going to quiz us on her history. <laughs> yes, BP. <laughs> hope you hear that. CCQs next time. Um, and why do we use uh, demonstrative pronouns? Because we're lazy. Okay. Uh, I did not say that. Um, I'm interpreting. Should I repeat the meaning section? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how do we use them? Lazily. What do you mean? Like How do we use them in writing? How should we, okay, according to your current teacher, how should we use them in writing? We should include a noun with them. (laughs) Great. Thanks for having me now. (laughs) All right. That's that's my grammar lesson for today. Okay. You're welcome. Now I'm going to go through the rules. (laughs) I don't know how you're going to live up to expectations. (laughs) So in Earthborn Rangers, we play rangers. And our goal is to explore the valley and... um, it, that'll kind of come out in the story. Uh, this is one of those games where like there's a sort of a tutorial prologue and things like that. So I might not know all of the rules yet, but we're going to discover them. So to start, we're going to build our rangers. Uh, so we're going to have our, our, our characters. They have a personality, a background, and a um, specialty along with a role. So each of those kind of has its own decks. And so you're going to kind of pick a different personality background, specialty, and role, and you're going to kind of build your, your final deck out of that. So you'll pick a certain subset of cards from each of those stacks to be able to then build up your specialized ranger. So you're kind of unique to everybody else who plays the game, basically. Um, so that's kind of our first step is going to be kind of putting together our rangers, figuring out who they are and um, how they fit in. So once we have our rangers, we're going to set off. So the general play, there's not really a board. The cards will create the board. So there's sort of three sort of tiers to the play space. Uh, Surroundings, which is kind of our location and our general weather, sort of our general description of our area. So you have cards that are, so you have the surroundings. You have cards that are along the way, which is sort of nearby. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have cards within reach, which is to a specific ranger. Um, and so the way it works is then you can, different cards will do different things. They could be environmental things. It could be challenges to overcome. It could be a predator. It could be flowers to pick. Um, different things like that. Um, 
And so they will have different challenges on them. They might have challenges. We hope. Um, so we'll want to like either overcome them by doing whatever the card says. Uh, so it might be doing a check. So based off of our, um, our personality, we're going to get sort of tokens for each different kind of category. They're basically attributes if you RPGs. Um, and so like, say like fitness and you have three fitness tokens cause you're very fit. Um, to do a challenge, you'll have to pay tokens to sort of do those challenges. Additionally, then you also have your hand of cards, which will have different abilities, gear, moments, they call, which are basically single use events, uh, which you'll use to sort of play against the challenges. Uh, when you do the challenge, you'll draw a challenge card, which has like modifiers on it. So it'll kind of sort of like the fate and sleeping God. So you'll add in like your attributes, what you committed to it, any cards, and then you'll have a positive or negative modifier based on the card you draw and so that'll determine if you succeeded the challenge or not and then additionally once you have either succeeded or failed uh there will be a trigger symbol on that and then any cards with that symbol on it might have additional effects depending on what's out in the field uh, and then when you overcome a challenge whatever the card says you know you might collect flowers or scare off the predator or uh, the kind of the final goal is to get to the location card and then sort of get enough points on the location card to traverse to the next location. But if you try to go directly to the location, uh, anything you haven't dealt with within reach or along the way, if you go straight to the surrounding card, uh, you sort of take a penalty for each of those. So the goal is to kind of clear out the challenges within reach, then along the way, and then finally you can travel the location. And then when you do that, you can move to the next location, which will progress the story. Um, the cards will have like little storybooks on them, which will reference us to a storybook where we will read sort of the scenario. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that basically sums up sort of the, the core gameplay. Uh, when you travel, you'll sort of clear it all out, bring out the new location, bring out all the cards associated with it. Uh, you can decide to camp, which will sort of help rest all of your sort of things. Um, you'll be discarding cards as you go. So you might hit a point where you run out of cards and you are exhausted, basically. And that sort of ends the day. Um, you can also take wounds and things like that. That'll sort of take you out of action quicker. Um, so it, it continues to go. So at the end of the day, you can choose to camp and clean up the game. And then you can come back in on the next day, reset up locations and things like that. The purpose of it, I guess, is all dependent on the story. So we'll find out as we play. How's my grammar? Uh, Excellent. Um, let's play. We just finished a game. Well, we just completed a play session of Earthborn Rangers. Um, to recap, um, biscuits we have biscuits we made rangers we played through the prologue tutorial and then we kind of played through the first mission of the campaign uh i am playing a um a shepherd explorer and kate is playing a guardian forager forager sure yeah uh, I mean, there's not really much to say with strategy, I guess. So, um, what did you think of the theme? Did you feel like a, um, a, a newly fledged ranger doing stuff in a valley? 
Um, a little bit. I do feel like I'm new and trying to learn things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess there's a theme if it's a you know story role playing game. Like there's a storybook. There are you know cards with a lot of you know long descriptions along with the actions and abilities. There's elements of the theme that day. Well, that I'm drawn to, you know, and you as well. You have a dog, and I was very excited about getting biscuits and yes. using my ferret. And, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like, I, mean, I don't think we've gotten too much yet, but the kind of exploring of like we're walking around the town trying to find somebody. Yeah. Kind of captured that and running mm-hmm. into stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, yeah. I think the more we play, the more that'll come out. Mm-hmm. But pretty simple so far. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Yeah, a lot of these areas. I think it's going to be hard to fully answer because they're still like in a learning phase. So I don't want to do negative yet, but I, I don't feel like these four awareness, spirit, fitness, focus are coming through that much. Yeah. Um. um the actions, kind of. I kind of agree with that. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like traverse is a fitness action. Yeah. Um, focus. And for like the base ones, like I have to focus to remember something from training and get a new card. I guess that makes sense. I yeah. guess maybe what I was trying to rely on was our usual like test for that and say like, I'm not paying attention to whether right. it's fitness. I'm saying, oh, I have a red heart symbol. That's a, you know, such and such number. That, I'm not really thinking about. The thing is there's two, right? So there's fitness and then there's heart. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what heart the 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 second symbols really mean that much. There's yeah. compass. There's heart. There's, I was saying triangle. I don't know what that one is. Right. It's like that's supposed to be your approach. Okay. So like in this example, I'm looking at you have awareness. Um, you know, you're looking for somebody in the town. You have awareness plus heart. So awareness kind of makes sense. Trying to find something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the heart is doing there though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I kind of agree that maybe we don't, we haven't gotten that connection yet or mm-hmm. exactly why, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, table presence. What did you think of the presence? Oh, um, I'll give it like a, a six. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's a bit higher. Like the, it has a good presence. Like the art is really nice. I think. Um, like the cards, I like the cards. I don't know what you think, but, um, I think the cards are, are fun. Um, yeah, describe them just like they're the level of detail and trying to, um, have these animals or gear items, like even the boots, like I was attracted to the boots, like I think because of the art, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, the, yeah. And the color still from the cover like it's still that like sedated um i don't know if it's going for that like recycled paper or what i don't know it's like got that the the calm green and brown that isn't doesn't really jump out but there are other game pieces that have more vibrant colors which are nice um one criticism is that there's a big map and we're not using it we're going to, um, once we start traveling, okay. go off of the sort of tutorial. But yes, we'll have to choose where to go and look at the map and figure out routes and things like that, I think. Okay. Um, so I think that'll come into play more. But yes, we haven't okay. really so used maybe a very pretty map. Maybe it's higher than when I've rated it. Yeah. 
I also think because of our setup with all the podcasting stuff has sort of made it over. I don't know. We didn't have our cards laid out maybe as well as normal, but, um, yeah, I think, I, yeah, the downside is there's always going to be a lot of tokens and things that make it looks clunky and kind mm-hmm. of covers up the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the art is good and hopefully when we lay it out a bit better, it'll have a prettier presence. Mm-hmm. But right now it seems like everything is kind of covered up and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess kind of going, cause I looked at the, uh, the Bramble card. So mm-hmm. kind of going back to kind of theme was I liked the win, you know, you failed a check, but that failure triggered the buck to mm-hmm. run through the brambles, which took out the brambles anyway. So mm-hmm. I hope there's more like environmental things like that playing. Yeah. Which I think we could have, if you looked at some of the card events of like, yeah. if there's two bucks out, they fight, or if there's right. a buck and a doe, the buck gets aggressive with the player. Yeah. Um, so I think there might be kind of cool interactions and I think that might be where the theme might shine. Yeah. Of like being in an environment where stuff is happening and mm-hmm. you're just there. Yeah. There's probably a lot more of that over. Yeah. I haven't gotten into yet. Yep. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Mm-hmm. Um mechanics. Uh what did you think of it mechanically? Um, hmm. Well, I guess we'll start with the cards, the surprising like I know it's not, not that exciting, but like building your hand seems mm-hmm. very hard. Um, yes. And even like I can use focus to add cards to my yep. hand, but that uses other cards and there's a chance I might not get anything from it. Um, yeah. I don't know if that stays f- this hard or if we're just learning. I think we might be learning, um, but yeah, it is hand management, I guess is what we're talking about, is challenging. Yeah. Um, maybe we should get better at the focus thing, mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I mean, I, I had like no cards at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I guess what you just talked about with the theme is also a cool mechanic that the cards, there's multiple ways. They're multi-use. Or something can, yeah. Yeah. So like they have symbols that can. Yeah add to your tests challenges or there's text that you can play uh, different stuff like that mm-hmm. um um as far as a storytelling game it said branching scenario right yes. but it, the only branching we had was in the very beginning whether or not we wanted to think what's his face was like condescending are there any like either or challenges so or, there or choices. were choices in how we could deal with the things. So I think every test, not every test, but most of them have like a pro- a progression or a harm option. Uh-huh. We could have harmed the man and taken his biscuits, I guess. Yeah. Um, or we could, you know, have done it the pleasant way. Okay. But there hasn't been too many other branches in decisions in the story yet. But we also haven't really gone too far. Gone yeah. too far. We're pretty on the rails still, I feel like. Yeah. We're still in like the main base camp trying to get some biscuits. Right. We also like, I don't know, maybe had we talked to Troublemaker Kid, Mm -hmm. maybe had we completed that person, it would have given us different options. Yeah. So I I guess maybe the branching is there, but we haven't really done it yet. Yeah. It was like the opposite of how we play Sleeping Gods where we like want to do everything we but here we kind of like route. tried to avoid everything to like get our biscuits yes we, yeah yeah uh-huh. mess with that kid so i don't know i guess there mm-hmm. could be more stuff we just haven't discovered it yet 
uh, rules. How was it learning the game? <laughs> so, like you're itching to do this one as far as teaching in the rule book. <laughs> um, so, but I might start it off like that tutorial was usually we like tutorials. This one, I think we could have skipped it and been just as good. The only thing it really showed us was how to flip over a challenge card. <laughs> and I don't know that we needed a tutorial for that. Um, yeah, so that was a little disappointing because usually that, yeah, that's a great feature. Yeah. Like you're kind of playing, having fun while you're learning. And right. this was not, it was, I was sitting while you were, you know, reading through and many, many, many words. And then there was a card flip and then I was like, okay, I put a card here. Okay. And then, yeah. Um, so learning. I will, I think by the end we were kind of getting it. Yeah. So we did learn the game. Yeah. I think. <laughs> There's still some things way. I There's need to, um, to, to clarify, but I think, um, yeah, it's maybe not hard. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's, it's just got that like, you know, it's a fairly complex or mm -hmm. something. So it's just, it's just going to take time. Like yes. there's no way yeah. around it. Um, although and I'll pass it off to you for rule book, but I feel like there's some things that we still don't know if we're doing it right. Cause you can't find an answer to it. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. There's something I need to reread it now that I've kind of played a little bit and figure out, Oh, that's what that meant. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Um, yeah, the rule book is, I don't know if I have enough experience for these kind of more complex games, but um, I, I guess it's kind of similar to the Sleeping Gods book where it's not great, mm -hmm. um, at least to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's not bad, but it's not great either. Um, and then the tutorial, the way it's laid out is like you kind of ignore, like you're following it in the tutorial book, and it walks you through some steps, but then it's like, okay, now ignore the setup rules for this section of the normal game and do this instead. So you're not really learning like how the normal game is played. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of says, okay, now, now do a round of the game. And you're like, well, the tutorial doesn't step me through like what that looks like. Now mm -hmm. I've got to go back to the rule book and look at how to play the game. And so, but now I'm kind of out of order and not yeah. reading it how I would have set up through the normal rule book. And then as I'm reading through the normal rule book on how to play around, it's referencing things that we did not set up in this tutorial. Uh -huh. round. So now I got to like try to mesh what I'm learning in the tutorial with what's in the rule book. And it kind of made me more confused, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, or, or like a lot of the game is played on cards. But instead of this is saying, don't do cards, we'll just tell you what to do in the tutorial book. But mm. now I'm le learning how to do the card right. part. That's yeah. So I think they just needed like a tutorial set of cards mm -hmm. that you play like you would in a normal game, but with just sort of an introductory scenario or something. Yeah. Instead of trying to do it all in the tutorial book. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't think the tutorial helped me at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is a shame. Especially. It's a pretty long game, so it was frustrating to like waste some time on something I, that I think that we just started in helped, yeah. on the first mission. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think the only thing that really helped us was how to do a test, but yeah. I ended up having to read through the rules on how to do a test and do it out of the rule book anyway. Mm -hmm. So like, I could have just done it there. Mm -hmm. And then it would try to help you create your rangers, but we'd already done that just using yeah. the rule book. And I think we did it 
much, much faster just right. out of the normal rules than. Yeah. Cause it didn't make sense to do that. Like those, each of those baby steps in the tutorial weren't teaching you anything useful exactly. for making your deck. So it just split it up. Yeah. It was yeah. Unnecessary. Yep. So that was kind of not, not the best. But, mm-hmm. um, so I do think again though, by the end, I think we were getting the hang of it, mm-hmm. at least the core stuff. So mm-hmm. um, player interaction. I mean, it's an interactive cooperative yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I think it, it works pretty well yep. as well as like sleeping gods or mm-hmm. similar games to this style. Yeah. Play off of like some things that are in your near space mm-hmm. or yeah. And I think we have like significantly different decks. So mm-hmm. once we understand those a bit better, I think mm-hmm. that'll give us different play styles. That'll yeah. See how that works together. Like I'll go traverse here while you deal with this. Um, I don't know. This book. That's all we had. There were some much worse monsters that I, I managed to avoid, but um, yeah, there's one scary looking guy. Yeah, I think the only thing is just repeating side of repeat things, but it's just the that choice element. I think that would make the interaction a little bit more fun too for like making those choices together. Yeah, but we'll see if that's yeah. Hopefully right. that's more present as yep. we get. Okay, uh, would you play it again? Yes. Um, I'm not loving it yet. Okay. I didn't hate it though. Okay. But it's, I can identify that I'm just not into it yet because I'm still figuring it out. And, um, so it's just, yeah, we're just in a stage where we're still learning and yeah. And things felt a little bit clunky. Yeah. Clunky. And I felt limited and what I could do, but I think that's also because we were learning and we didn't realize, Oh, but you could also do these three things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that because before yeah. the only thing I understood that I could do was, I still don't know what half of my so. cards meant when I was, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I want to play it again. And I didn't not, not instantly like, Oh, I love this game, but right. I want, I want to keep going. I'm, I'm still optimistic. Yes. That's, yeah, that's where I'm at too. Um, I, I think it has potential. Um, I feel like my struggle with the rules was a big problem with that. Um, but I think it'll, I'm hoping it'll play out well. I thought, I thought there were like, like the, the buck and bramble interaction and some of the other interactions I thought gave me some like, Oh, this could be cool Mm -hmm. if if it does more of this. Mm -hmm. Um, and we smooth over the clunkiness with more understanding Mm -hmm. and having more choices with our cards and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I obviously I've been talking like we're gonna keep playing it. So I'm yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I figure at least uh, a, f- a little more time mm-hmm. seeing, um, you know, kind of like ISS Vanguard. We we gave it a little bit, and you know that one didn't ever kind of click, mm-hmm. and sort of the negatives were more prominent, you know, mm-hmm. outweighed sort of the the potentials. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see where this one goes. But mm-hmm. um, I thought it was cool. Um, it's clever. I just like that it's it's also just sustainable, and I like that it's not, you know, just a straight combat. Like I don't, we didn't mm-hmm. fight anything today, yeah. which was nice. Um, I just had my my herding dog move the buck around the map. Yeah, he got tired. He got tired. But he had fun. <laughs> so, all right, uh, that was Earthborn Rangers. If you have any recommendations you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do so via email at firstturntabletop at gmail.com or hit us up on 
I say X? Is that what BP says no, now? No, she says formerly known, formerly as, known Twitter. as Twitter or Instagram at First Turncast. Uh, and the podcasting camel. So I think now he might be with Oro, mm-hmm. you know, chasing the buck or hanging out with the buck or whatever. They do. Uh, I thought he was going to go eat some biscuits, but I think he, he'd rather be with Oro and yeah. the buck. So they're running around and uh, he takes a break to say, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more gigs. A gentle nudge so I can move a sheep. Um, Healing touch so I can heal stuff. And a dog. Of course. Okodo, the ferret. Okay. I hope our dog and ferret get along. Yeah, I hope so too. A what? I want the boots. Oh. They just look warm. Uh, Continue reading. Gain the biscuit delivery mission. Yes. (laughs) 